0: Echo 5, do you copy?
1: Echo 5 Echo 2, good morning, nice of you to drop by Feeling alright sir, thought we'd love to you Right now I feel like I can take on this whole podcast myself
0: I know what you mean, ready to send that transmission to Echo Base? Yes sir, R-10, pass through Welcome to another episode of the Hoth Transmissions. We are going to be discussing Kenobi part three. So if you guys have missed uh, our first discussion on the first two episodes, backtrack just a little bit so you know what's going on here. Um, But before we jump into Kenobi, we wanted to touch a little bit on the news that came from Celebration, specifically the TV shows coming out. Because we have Andor, Ahsoka, Mandalorian season three, Bad Batch, and then a bunch of new projects that are, that are scheduled to release. So, out of all the news that you heard out of Celebration, which one are you hyped the most for?
1: Ooh, that's tough. Um I mean, probably Mando Season 3, just because you know, Mandalorian is so good. It's been so good so far. But also, also Andor. I, I've been talking to some of my friends, and some of them aren't excited about Andor, but for me, if, if we get any live action content between uh, three and four, I'm always down for that because there's so many, you know, possibilities of characters and uh, stories that you can put in there. So I'm excited for Andor, too.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I was talking to a few people over at Celebration, and they're actually really excited for Andor, only just because the way that the trailer came out, it looks like it's going to be moving into, like, a new direction. it. It honestly almost looks like it's uh, movie quality.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Um it? I was just gonna say, I'm also excited about the episode count too.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, was it twelve episodes and then two seasons, and it's gonna
1: lead into Rogue One. Mm, nice. They should probably. I mean, if I was Lucasfilm, I would drop them two at a time.
0: Two episodes at a time.
1: Yeah. First, first of all, if they don't do that, then it's gonna be it's gonna be a long. That show's gonna be on for like three months or something like that. And then yeah. also just, you know, to keep because Andor is although is a cool character, you know, he's kind of he's a new newer character and um he's not a Jedi or anything, so just to keep fans, you know, enticed in the story.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's very interesting. Just
0: on just the choices of characters that they're choosing to really like jump more into.
1: Yes. I agree. I agree. I think it's kind of smart to do Andor as a newer character because, as we've seen, um, and not not to the fans' fault, but we can get really, really nitpicky about the characters that are already established, like Boba Fett and Kenobi and, and Vader, and and so Andor, you have a little flexibility to create something new. So,
0: yeah, and that's what I've been saying for a long time. That's why I think the sequels got so much hate is just because a lot of people had the ideas of the characters already, and hmm. so. Naturally, nobody's going to live up to the actual characters. Like, even uh, Luke and Mandalorian's getting a lot of hate. And it's just because people have these ideas of the characters and jumping into it. It's like, okay, I would have done Luke this way or I would have done this, I would have done that. And so I think that's why Mandalorian is probably so successful because it's a brand new character, a lot of new side characters. And so there's really no
1: expectations out of them. Right. Yeah, I, I think we kind of accept the story that they're telling us.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: and, and also, I, we'll touch on this a little later, but just the Mandalorian is just really, really well done. And yeah. um, so I, usually I'd be super excited for, for all the TV shows we're getting, but I don't, I, I don't know if, if they're going to be quite the same quality as Mandalorian. I don't think Boba Fett was. So um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. No, they tried to. They, they, uh,
0: Ahsoka looks pretty cool, too.
1: I know yeah, a lot of people aren't mm. really
0: hyped for that just because a lot of I think a lot of the fans that are getting into Star Wars now mm-hmm. were kind of like how you were like you never saw Clone Wars until this uh, last few months, and mm. so a lot of people that are jumping into Star Wars now they're trying to catch up and they're like okay who's this Ahsoka character she's in Mandalorian that's probably their first introduction to Ahsoka
3: mm. right
0: and so now they got to go back and watch Clone Wars they got to watch Rebels. To- to kind of figure out exactly what Ahsoka's mission is. And that's some cool little things, because they did a uh, little teaser trailer just out of eight days of filming. that had some cool stuff. And... Yeah,
1: you, you sent that to me. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I, I showed some of my friends, because a lot of my friends are big Clone Wars fans, so big Ahsoka fans, and they can't find that on YouTube, dude, so he gave me that, that sneak peek of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's exclusive. I can't. Exclusive. Anybody that posts it
0: either gets copyrighted or their accounts get locked, so... Yeah. So keep it secret. Keep it safe.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Uh, But yeah, and then we got Tales of the Jedi, which looks really cool, because we're going to get some stories with Count Dooku, and also speaking of Ahsoka, we get to
1: see Ahsoka's origin. Yeah, man, they're they're really embracing the prequel era, which I'm really happy about.
0: Yeah, I think they're doing it because they're trying to set up into a lot of the the building up for I think the High Republic and maybe moving into the Old Republic because I know we're getting that to the Old Republic remake Mm. and so I'm sure a lot of their plans are trying to push us back
1: okay yeah yeah true
0: because I know with uh, uh, another announcement with the the High Republic books they're just finishing up phase one and moving into phase two I know they're moving, I think, another 150, another 200 years back from that timeline. Okay. So I think this one's going to be 500 years prior to
2: uh, the prequels.
1: Well, I believe, and I'm not sure because, as you know, at Celebration, there, there wasn't really any talk about movies. It was all TV shows. Yeah. But I, I think the next movie, I know the next movie is going to be the one directed by Taika Watiti, But... Oh yeah, try
0: to forget he's on one.
1: Yeah, and, and um, there's already been articles that's that's slated to be the next movie, but I think it's it's a High Republic movie too. I could be wrong, but I believe so. Yeah. Um, I'm down for High Republic. I'm I'm down to invest to uh, explore a new area of the galaxy. So.
0: And to revisit old ones, I'm actually really excited. In Mandalorian, we're jumping into actually going back to Mandalore.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
3: See
0: some confrontation with uh Booktaan and Mandalorian. Well, it seems like confrontation.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of curious of how that's going to play out. I never saw the uh, I never saw the Mando season three trailer. Ooh, I think I might have it somewhere. I might have to send that one to you, so you I was, was going to ask you if you could send that because I'm really excited for that. It's not on YouTube yet, so I don't think you'll find that on YouTube. Just because
0: any any of that any of those stuff that gets leaked gets taken out immediately. They literally have people yeah. on top of this.
1: Yeah. And so it's
0: very intriguing.
1: Yeah, it'll be exciting.
0: The same thing with the Bad Batch season two trailer. I'm not sure if that, no, I think they did release that one.
1: Yeah, I, I saw I saw that trailer, I just, yeah, I, Bad Batch is, um, it's cool, but I'm just, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch it when it comes out, but I'm not like, you know, on the edge of my right. seat waiting waiting for that one, yeah. but. Wait, you're not excited to see
0: uh, Kamata Cody teaming up with uh, Crosshair?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, actually. And, <then>,
0: <laughs> and then also, oh, like, you Clone Wars fans, uh, Gungis coming back.
1: Who's going, Who's that? He's a, that. He's a wiki Jedi.
0: He's oh yeah,
1: guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they so have I'm to escape the jungle. Someone him and
0: Petra and some of the other ones are still alive. It'd be kind of cool
1: to see them. Um, I'll just I just want to say something about the Ahsoka series real quick. Um, I'm super excited for that. Does anything live action Star Wars, I'm just Freaking pump four, but it, it still just gnaws on me, and it always just has gnawed at me that um, Ahsoka is alive after the original trilogy and during the original trilogy. So, that the 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 time for that show, the timeline is going to be during the Mandalorian, right, or around the same time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I, I do wish. I don't know. I, I could have gone for a you know, between three and four timeline for Ahsoka series too, but I'm sure this one would be pretty cool.
0: I mean they did her story in between three and four and rebels
1: true that's true i've i have not seen i haven't finished rebels yet so
0: so maybe after you watch rebels you might actually accept ahsoka's lack of dying and, and her that. lack of presence in the original trilogy i
1: I really hope so because it, it actually it kind of bothers me a little bit it like messes with my uh it just messes with the story for me, so I hope I hope it makes it all makes sense when I watch it.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. So, a lot of cool stuff coming up this year. We're going to get, like...
0: So, yeah, a lot of cool projects coming out, and I'm really excited just to see. It's going to be almost overwhelming with all the content that we're going to be getting.
1: Yes, dude. So, also, I, I recently um, forced my friend to watch Star Wars. He'd never seen it, and I'm just like, dude, you got to watch it. So... He's finally watched New Hope, and he's, he's going to make his way through the original trilogy. And he was asking me, he's like, dude, is, is, are we getting some other some new content soon? I'm like, this is the time to get into Star Wars. I don't think we've ever got this much content. Well, actually, I know. We've never got this much content of new Star Wars before. So um, I told him it's the perfect time to get into it.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: 100%.
1: 100%. Yeah, Andor's so, coming out. It might out. be
0: overwhelming for new fans, too. Just yeah, like jumping true. into the Marvel films.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I I pretty much told him, just watch the first, just watch the six movies, and, you know, you can throw Rogue One in there, just to start. Yeah. And then then you can kind of branch out after that.
0: You kind of figure out if he wants to jump into any of the other stuff.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: because, like, if he's going to jump into Mandalorian and he jumps into so it's kind of, it's cool that they're doing this continuous story that you have to jump into these other things and other characters, but I think that's one thing that I liked with Kenobi is that they did uh, that whole flashback
3: yeah
1: entire prequel trilogy yeah and, and also uh you know mandalorian is not it's not necessary for the story of the uh first six films but no. it, it, it's a bummer to leave that out you know for your first like watch through because mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece mandalorian is a masterpiece it's some of the highest quality star wars but he'll he will get to that eventually and i'm sure he'll like it when he sees it yeah if he likes the movies <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, no, I've actually had some good experiences with uh, some friends I introduced Star Wars to, and they're not on the level that I'm at, but they're, like, what is it? Uh, this girl I work with, she was watching Kenobi, and she was, like, texting me, and her texts were, like, very anxious and, like, excited. It was really cool to kind of see that type <laughs> of excitement coming out of some, some of my friends. Like, right,
1: that's, that's cool. cool. Um, but it's funny, because everybody from, like, my... my generation even if we haven't seen star wars we've all played some of the video games like lego star wars or battlefront or something like that so every any knowledge that this friend has that i'm, t- I'm telling him to watch it he has from lego star wars <laughs> so he only knows like a few cut scenes here and there <laughs>
2: that's actually pretty funny
1: and i'll just throw in, i'll just throw this in really Really quick, it's kind of cool. He asked me the other day. He was like, if "Vader's the most powerful, you know, person in the galaxy. How does he die?" I mean, because I'm pretty sure Vader dies. And I was like, "I just think that's really cool, dude. He has, he doesn't. Even, that's not spoiled for him yet."
2: Very true. Hmm. Triggy. Gets to experience it for the first time.
0: Well, I'm, I'm really hoping that he enjoys it. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. to... Like I said, it's always fun to get friends into it and just kinda of see their reaction and kinda of see if they're like whatever or those like, oh yeah, I've gotta watch more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I just experienced the showers for the first time, man. I can't even remember I can't even remember that. So it's just it's exciting. Very, very exciting. Yeah.
2: So let us jump into the main feature of this conversation. Let's do it,
0: man. Kenobi episode three. Well, technically, they're labeled as parts.
1: Hmm. True. True. Epis- part so three. Overall, would, so
0: overall, so what would you think of this episode?
1: Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, for me, episode uh, part one and part three are uh, they're pretty close. I, I can't. Oh, I, okay. I can't decide which one's better. They're they're both pretty good. All but, right.
0: Cool. So throughout this discussion, at the end, I'm gonna have you rate it. So,
1: okay. So, okay. think of a,
0: cool. a rating for him.
1: Let's do it, yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, so, I like
0: sorry. that. What'd you
1: think? Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, what'd you think of the episode as a whole?
0: I thought it was kind of boring at parts, but okay. I mean, I really enjoyed like a lot of the storytelling that's going up. I know they're like, what I'm really liking is that they're showing Obi Wan. Seeking out Qui Gon, but I'm also kind of curious because it seems like he's disconnected from the Force, but he's constantly calling out to Qui Gon, so hmm. it's it's kind of like a, a curious.
1: I know it, it. He's he's called out to him every every episode so far, and it, it's almost would seem too obvious if we get Qui Gon now. I'm almost like maybe hmm, maybe Qui Gon won't show up. You know? Yeah, no, I'd be surprised if we don't see Qui Gon at this You'd, point. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm not sure about that. I hope. I hope we do, man. I do too,
0: because I think,
1: I I know.
0: Lee Nathan said he'd jump in and he'd take a pay cut just to get just because he wants to do
2: Qui Gon again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I really like Qui as a character.
1: Yeah, I love Qui Gon. That book that I'm reading, you've already read it too. It really elevates his character. So,
0: and. I don't know if I'm liking Kenobi's personality that they're doing with him. Uh, he's kind of got like this really negative mm. personality. And I think it's just coming from a lot of this PTSD. I think for him, it makes more sense the PTSD that he's going through than what
2: Luke went through in The Last Jedi. Right. I mean, literally, Satine died. And then. So sure. he sees a uh, Satine die. And
0: then mm-hmm. sees the fall of the Jedi Order. So basically, mm-hmm. his entire world is destroyed. Yeah. And his best friend basically goes to the dark side and is the cause of the destruction of his world.
1: Right. I, I was, that's the next thing I was going to you know, touch on, too. Um, I really really wanted Kenobi to be in a broken place in this series because I think that's you know that's the um, logical thread that you mm-hmm. you would you'd point to i I imagined him to be very weak mentally, but he's he's a lot weaker physically than I would have probably put him if I was writing the show at this point he's super weak he's scared like I don't even think yeah. he could I, I don't even think he could fight an inquisitor at this point so. Um, yeah, that, that's
0: strange because I know Ahsoka handles two of the Inquisitors, the fifth and brother included.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's shocking to see his uh, his physical strength at such a low point.
0: But that's what I'm thinking because like, like we'll get to that whole Vader introduction and that whole confrontation in a bit. But I almost feel at this
2: point he's going to have like some type of enlightening. Like. I don't know. I feel like he's going to call out
0: to Qui Gon again, but this time subconsciously. And he's going to get a vision of Qui Gon. And something's mm. going to change in him after this fight.
1: Right. Well, um, well he's got to, dude, because I, I think the, the strength of this show or the success of this show um, is going to rely on him, um, you know, doing a, a full 180 as a character, coming back strong. Because he has to end up like Alec Guinness in A New Hope. Yeah. Confident, so, strong.
0: So. so we know he has the skills. We know that he's been trained. We know Obi-Wan is a powerful Jedi. And so I think yeah. it's going to be that whole reconnecting of the Force is going to bring all that muscle memory back and all the, all the skills back.
1: Right. L- l- let, me, let me introduce something else, too. I know that O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son, is in the show. He's been cast in the show. Um, I'm wondering if he might be playing Quinlan Voss.
2: that's right i i wanted to i did want to talk about that Quinlan voss is still alive at this point
1: which is crazy and and i think uh jackson jr might be playing him so maybe instead of qui-gon maybe he reconnects with Quinlan voss and they they train together or something
0: maybe he's there on the planet and uh he helps tarla get obi-wan to safety or something because it's kind of Ooh. weird that uh fader did just jump across the fire and just go and grab obi-wan oh yeah one random sharpshooter up in the up in the cliffs shouldn't have been that much of a problem for the empire at this point
1: yeah well that's that's the the big problem that you know everybody has with this episode but um i i don't know i wasn't as outraged as some people some people were really just like outraged about it but I, I felt like it was kind of obvious because, I mean, just two seconds before, he used the force to put out the fire, you know, when he threw up right. on the ground. And so, I mean, obviously, that's been he can do that again. But we get those long shots of Vader's helmet, and then you cut back to Kenobi and the droid, cut back to Vader's helmet, and it's just a long, drawn-out shot. So, you know, he's thinking something. So, he's, he did it for a reason, but, you know, we don't know why yet. We we could guess, but I, it's not no. that he couldn't. I just think he did it for a reason.
2: Yeah, I mean I've that's that's one thing that I've been kinda of like thinking a lot about this episode
0: and you jump back into a whole you jump back to Anakin. Anakin was a very cocky Jedi. Mm-hmm. And so you even look at Rogue One, the end of Rogue One, Vader stood at the end of the 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 ship as ten of four escapes with the plans and he could've probably easily just reached out with the force and just stop the ship. But yeah, it's like I'll be seeing them in 15 minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Just because he, just cause he knew. He
0: knows his abilities. Yeah. And I think it's the same with, thing with uh, Obi-Wan. He's like, Obi-Wan, I just injured Obi-Wan really bad. True. Yeah. Plus, I'm here. We've probably got the entire planet surrounded. Nobody's going to get off this place. And Kenobi's not going to get far.
1: Yeah. So that's that's the exact feeling I had, too, when, when, that, when that scene happened. I just kind of thought Vader was thinking, I'll see you again. That's kind of what his thought process was. You know? mm-hmm. so. He's like,
0: cat and mouse. He's like, I'll let, I'll let you uh,
1: escape. Give you some yeah. false hope. Mm-hmm. To go back to Anakin's characterization, too. Um, when I first watched the episode, I thought I wanted a little more um, anger in the dialogue from, from Vader. Um, I, I kind of wanted a little more anger in his voice. But after thinking about it for a little bit, it was like, you know, Anakin's kind of downfall against Kenobi the first time was that he was just out of control. <laughs> he was just mm-hmm. he was just out of control, and so he's had 10 years to kind of um, become Darth Vader, and Darth Vader's a cold-blooded, calculating um, villain in the original trilogy, and so we're kind of getting yeah. more or, original trilogy Vader than, you know, episode three Vader. So I, I'm I'm kind of cool with the... First part, he's really, more grounded at this point. Yeah, always oh, a ton more grounded. Yeah, way more grounded. And he's
0: had 10 years to kind of just get over it. Not that he really got over it, but it's like, okay. It's
1: like, all right. Just to kind of reflect on it. Re- reflect on his, you know, how he lost and you know, yeah. make, make himself and better.
0: Anakin's not one that makes the same mistake twice.
1: Yeah. yeah. Generally. Let me think. I'd have to think about that. But I think you're right.
2: So what did you think of uh,
0: Reva talking to Vader at the very beginning? I thought it was really cool that we got to see... Uh, some shots of Vader's castle and kind of a little bit more inside of it. I've always been curious how it looks inside.
1: Yeah. It, um, I mean, any, anytime we see Vader, I'm excited, but you know what, when I first saw that, I, I, something about it just seemed like green screen to me, the back of it and maybe the chair or something. It was just so clean. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something about it. I just had like a green screen feeling, but, um, the, you know, the voice of Vader is perfect. Um, I think in Rogue One, because James Earl Jones is 90, that's not his fault. But in Rogue One, back in, they probably made it in 2014, 2015. That's when they were shooting it. And um, I, I don't think they have the, the respeecher technology. Like, you know how they made Luke's voice all through a, a robot? In a oh, yeah, set? you're right.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, yeah, they didn't have that technology back then. So, you know, it was just 87-year-old James Earl Jones just doing the voice and uh he sounds older he doesn't sound like he did in the original trilogy in rogue one but in this one he sounds he sounds just like he did in the 70s and 80s he sounds great yeah i was gonna say
0: i actually really like the uh, james Earl jones coming back a lot of people are thinking that it's kind of like a little voice modulator
1: well, well i was gonna say it's both because you get the credits of james Earl jones and then after that if you if you go to the very end it they do credit reese feature it's the same tech that they use for
0: oh gotcha gotcha okay i saying then. well that's actually
1: really cool then so so yeah but i think that first of all the technology also is getting better obviously every every day and so and also you know vader's kind of a robot he's part robot so i think it kind of works a little better for vader's character but Mm -hmm. um but it's it really sounds good i think they credited james old jones because they're using his voice obviously but they're putting yeah. that through the they're putting that through the the respeecher technology. But it sounds good. I'm very happy with how it sounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially when he's talking to Riva. He's like, okay. He's like, I don't care about the granny visitor. It's like, but if you fail me, you're not gonna live to regret it. And so you yeah. kinda have that same kind of like don't fail
1: me. Yeah, and, and just yeah, I forget about how he sounds, but just to go to the dialogue of that we were talking about him and Riva. Um, the Inquisitors are just tools. in. It doesn't have any kind of, like, friends. Um, they're tools for Vader, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: and uh, speaking of, that, like, the tools, so they old all named Fifth Brother, Third Sister, Fourth Sister, Grand Inquisitor, like, they all have, like, titles. Mm-hmm. But Third Sister is the only one that has a name that I've seen. Mm. Which I found very interesting. I'm wondering why.
1: Hey, what's... Have they called? Have they called her Reva in the show, or do they just tell mm-hmm. that, us that's her name? Another mm.
0: uh, username a couple times. I think Fifth Brother yells out, he goes Riva. or okay. Grand Inquisitor says it. I think in the second episode too.
1: Yeah, you know what? And,
2: I, uh,
1: I, I, no go ahead. I was to say I'm I'm really intrigued to find out what her deal is because she's obviously an outcast among the, the Inquisitors. So like, what's What's different about her, you know? I mean, do you want to know? No, no, no! Please no. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm gonna to yeah, usually you. no, because like even on Book of Bofa, I would jump on the uh, the the leaks, but for this show in particular, I'm trying to stay away from everything. So, please no. Fair enough. Wait, wait! I, I gotta ask you a question. Have the leaks so far been true that you knew before going in?
0: Uh, the way that she's doing things in the show is making sense for what I know.
1: Okay. Um, have there been some stuff that's not true, or has it been pretty much 100%? Pretty
2: much 100% so far.
1: Damn. Okay. I know some people who heard the leaks, you know, didn't like the way it ended, so.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: we'll see. We'll see how it's actually done. I, I mean, honestly, there's like a difference between hearing leaks and then mm-hmm. building it up in your head, and then actually see it play out play out on screen.
1: True, true, true. true. Yeah, that I, the one thing about this show that you know I think is a lot, it, it, you know, better than Book of Ofe is that I I'm really excited for ne- the next episode. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next because I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do. So, oh, well, they're gonna go rescue Leia. Yeah, dude, I was surprised that we're still rescuing Leia, because they stole Leia again.
0: And I have some issues about that whole thing, too. It seems interesting, to say the least. Like, Leia's got, like, this huge thing,
2: or this huge uh, distance ahead of her. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, she has this huge distance ahead of her, so she's
0: able to... Get to the pilot but somehow reva makes it there before her yeah so it's interesting that she got captured again like i it seemed obvious when it when that whole event was playing playing through and mm-hmm. i was like because was like oh no no go help kenobi go help kenobi i'll be fine from here on out like all right this is a cliche scenario he's gonna mm-hmm. get there the pilot's gonna be dead and yeah he's gonna be there it's gonna be most likely reva or one of the other
2: inquisitors and sure enough. Uh, there's Reva.
1: Yes. Yeah. She's like,
2: no, no, you can trust me. It's like, no, you can't get out of there.
1: Yeah. It, it's pretty cliche and it doesn't really make sense. Also, because how did Leia not see her passer in the in the tunnel? But I don't know. Maybe she went over top. Maybe she went over the top and used four speeders. Who knows? But I
0: don't know because like the whole sequence of, that we see of uh, Reva walking through to <clears> leave. <throat> She's like walking in the building, she's like checking things out, she finds the pathway and then walks in and then then it comes to her at the end of it. Yeah. So I mean yeah. maybe maybe the off screen she walked out of the building and tried to sense the tunnels. I don't know.
1: Also, I, I heard people say that's Ryan Johnson as the dead pilot.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I, I haven't gone back and, and looked at that yet, but I'm gonna check that out. Death to um, Ryan Johnson. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because, no, honestly, it'd be a funny... No, literally, it'd be, that's why they would put that in there. It's like a funny... Because everybody, uh... So fans aren't too keen on him, so...
0: I mean, that's just because they put... They chose to have him do right characters that everybody loves. Like, I keep saying this. If Ryan Johnson did his own series, I think he'd be all right. Because, as we discussed earlier, new characters, no, no disappointment.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he did write it. You know, he wrote Last Jedi as well,
0: not just directed it. No, 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 I know that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if he needs to do his own series, he oh, can write yeah. his own oh, characters yeah. that no
1: one knows. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looper's really good. I saw his, his Looper movie. Really, really good.
0: I still haven't seen Looper, but I saw Knives Out.
1: Mm. I've, I don't think I've seen Knives Out, actually.
0: I, I was... I would suggest watching it.
1: Okay. And also, dude, I would suggest Looper. It's also science fiction, and it's... it's Honestly, I think it's one of the best science fiction movies I've ever seen. It's that good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really cool. Yeah. I, I recommend it. Yeah, yeah. But, however, that's
0: actually really cool, though. Um, so, jumping back to Kenobi. Mm-hmm. I really like the interaction that they did with Leia and Kenobi. Um, I think, can I put my notes? Like, I was just watching it the whole time, because, like, I mentioned, Kenobi's, like, this very traumatized person right now, Mm. full of PTSD. Right. Not willing to trust anybody, but Leia's like, no, 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 no. Let's go do this. And so they kind of counteract each other, and I really liked how you got to see more of the opposites, but Kenobi slowly getting pulled uh, towards Leia's way of thinking. Kind of like yeah. she's reminding him, no, no, no. Galaxy is still a good place. It may suck right now, but we can still
1: find good in it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love their interactions. I, <clears throat> I still think that um, uh, Leia is executed to perfection. I think they're doing a great job riding her, and the actress is doing a terrific job uh, acting as Leia. And yeah. Um, I, I think she's really almost executed to perfection. The one thing is, I think sometimes her force intuition is a little overstated, because yeah. we, we we see that like one time in the original trilogy, and that's when she's a full adult. So I think some of that's a little overstated. But as as far as her you know characterization and dialogue goes, I think it's actually really really good. Yeah,
0: and she's a really good liar.
1: Yeah, she's a good liar. Apparently she's fast, man. She can un- she can outrun three adults. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, they were, they weren't trying that, hard. dude. Uh, um, we don't have to dwell on that, but that that was the lowest point of of the series by far. Jeez, yeah. it's just it was so goofy. Yeah. But yeah. But but <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate, huh? It's it's weird because the show has like an over. It's an over $100 million budget for the whole show. And I just don't, it's just weird that something like that, you know, passes through. But I, at least episode, you know, part three didn't have anything like that. So that's a plus.
0: Yeah. I mean, the
1: like, we'll get more into this, but the cinematography is kind of a little off to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we could touch on that later. I mean, actually, one thing that I did think was a little off putting that did take me out of it was um, the Arizona planet. I mean, you actually could, any state. It's up in the, you know, it could be California. Oh, you're talking it, about the one that they're, they're on to, in this episode? Yeah, they're just walking, when they were just walking through the, the pathway, it's just like, man, I'm, maybe in, CG, in uh, After Effects, you could add some vegetation or something, make it look a little otherworldly. But.
0: Yeah, but I think they're trying to make it look like more like a valley or like a plains, because Cause nobody's like, yo, this place used to be full of life and families, but now that mm-hmm. the Empire's here, it's kind of just like discussing what they've done with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and to be fair, you know, I'm sure there's you know planes in Star Wars universe too, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you know, it's still Star Wars. Like in a forest planet like Endor, it has such yeah. a it has such a unique look to it, and um, you know, I th- think think about the plants in Mandalorian. You know, same kind of budget like think about the, the planet where Bill Burr and Mando has to take off his helmet and they have to kill oh, all yeah. those far. That's, that's a dope planet and there's a lot of imagination put into that um, so I, yeah I don't know I, I just would like a little more imagination but it didn't ruin the episode i they the
0: pretty good with Vader's castle and some of the other planets and especially uh,
1: the Inquisitor headquarters oh abso- absolutely like Dayu, Dayu as well I love that oh yeah Dayu um, Tatooine looked great, but, um, this planet just doesn't do it for you. Well, yeah. I mean, I just like, <laughs> so. I like some more imagination. I mean, Daiyu, die, you look at everything they put into die. The bustling got an alien. What was that?
0: You got an alien.
1: Oh yeah. But I'm just talking about like the planet, the city. No, oh, no, cool. no. I'm, 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 I'm messing with you. Oh, okay. Oh, actually. Hey, I actually really like the alien in this episode. That's right. Yeah, dude. For, for me, the, the weirder aliens look in Star Wars, the better. I, I really like the alien in this, in this episode.
0: I did too. And I kind of liked what they did with the character too. Cause like most of the time, like that we see on screen, especially like with the rebels, everybody's like, Oh, we hate the empire. We hate the empire. blah blah, blah. Mm. And you get this guy who's just like completely pro empire. He's like, Oh yeah, it's good to see some order in this galaxy.
1: Right. It, honestly, I, I agree with that. And I, and I really, I think that's, that's a strength too.
0: Because especially when he picks them up, he's like, "Oh, all right. Well, your story sounds funny. Just two yeah. farmers like th- lost your way all the way out here. Yeah, yeah. that's funny.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's kind of cool. Right, we'll take you. Yeah, it's like regular people in in the galaxy actually support the Empire because what is this? He's he's just a trucker. This guy's probably just I don't know. He transports things, right? And so maybe the Empire provides I don't know stability or something. You know they." Uh, for his routes or something like that. So he, he, he'll he back the Empire. So it's kind of a cool thing that they put in there.
0: Yeah, again, yeah, I, I like what they do with him, especially like he's just talking to them, getting a little, to know them a little bit more. And yeah. Lay's coming up with this whole story. Quite, uh, not quite, I wasn't going to say quite long. Kenobi's just kind of just chilling there. He's like on edge. Like, mm. oh, what are you saying? What are you saying? It's like, I don't even want to be hitchhiking right now. Yeah. Not to mention, we get the stormtroopers that come on. And yeah. like, oh, yeah, there's a Jedi in this area, and we're kind of hunting them, and you haven't seen any Jedi, wouldn't know what they look like, and then Leia Leia says something in it, and he's like, Leia, I think they know how to do their job, Yeah. and then I didn't like the reaction of the Stormtrooper, or at least maybe just the way that it was delivered kind of seemed off to me, Mm. maybe a little overacting on it. Which one? The Stormtrooper that starts questioning Kenobi after he says, he's like, you just called her Leia. Oh, your yeah. name was Luma. I don't know, just a delivery, or just the way that the stormtroopers. Are, I don't know, just something seemed off on it.
1: Oh, I, I was actually, I was actually listening for that because I, I, I was hoping the stormtroopers kind of sounded. I mean, they don't have to all sound the same, but I wanted to sound good. I actually thought he sounded fun.
0: Hmm.
1: But I will. But say, it's a know, kind
0: of funny. Say again.
1: I just, the funniest thing about that scene, and I didn't have a problem with this when I watched it, but somebody was telling me this after. And it's like, what the hell are those stormtroopers looking for? They're looking for a Jedi, and you and got the Jedi right in front of you with his hood off. So did they not get, like, an image of the Jedi they're looking for? Like, I'm, I'm curious what, what these stormtroopers are looking for when they're, when they're searching for the Jedi. Maybe. Maybe. And I feel like Kenobi would
0: be, like, more recognizable.
1: Yeah, honestly, yeah. And um, I, I, just, I don't know what the stormtroopers exactly are, you know, what, the, what they're on the search for. A Jedi. Yeah, but I'm like, uh, nobody has a scan. Well, they, actually, they do have a scan of Kenobi's face because Reva put out that scan in Daiyu. Remember? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and, how about they send that, that over the to pro the Troopers? Yeah, yeah. So how about how about Which, we send
0: that? Also, that over another delivery that annoyed the heck out of me. Hmm. Which like, one? She just goes in. like, I like the way that she said. She's like, send the pro droids. Do it now. Like, I thought that was like super cool. And then. Hmm. Fifth brother stands up and is like, I will get what I deserve.
1: Mm.
0: And you will too. And then she just stands there and says, I hope so. I really hope so.
1: Yeah, no, it, it makes you.
0: It, I, I hated that that whole part, whole comment that she does, how she whispers to herself. It makes her. She's coming
2: off as like this very strong character. And then to me, I felt that just made her look very weak.
1: Hmm. Uh, I I kind of so, took. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh no no go. Let's see what you guys say.
1: No, I was just gonna say it made me think of. It actually made me more curious about your character. I was wondering. Mm-hmm. You hope so? Why? Like, what's? You know. That's how it. Yeah. Exactly. Know.
0: I mean, like, it's cool. It. I don't know. It just seemed kind of out of place for that particular moment. Mm. Like, why that time that. Oh, I mean, it's she's kind of talking to herself, so she doesn't look weak in front of everybody else. But I guess to the audience, it's trying to tell a story. It's like, okay, I, I see from your your point of view, yeah,
1: that makes sense. Well, with all the little hints we've been getting, like I almost think in the back of my head that she's she really is like working for the rebellion or something. But then I think of okay. all the, but but then I think of all all the bad. She's cut off a, a person's hand. She uh, stabbed the Grand Inquisitor straight through the chest. I mean, she's done some nasty things, so I'm like, eh, maybe not. Maybe she's not a good guy. But, I don't know.
0: She's got an end goal for something.
1: Yeah, she, she's got an end goal for something, but, I mean, she, she's really in the character. She's working for the Rebellion. She's cutting off hands of innocent people. Hey, you got to play the part, you know? Yeah. Well, she's committed. She, she would be committed. Yeah, I, I don't know what her deal is. I'm, I'm actually really curious to see how that ends up. Yeah, and I'll give no comment on it. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. And <laughs> I, will, I will say, I do like the fifth brother. I really, I like his delivery. I, I like the way he looks. I think he's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I liked
0: him in Rebels. I actually think I like him better in Kenobi than I than in Rebels.
1: Yeah, dude, I, he's really cool. His voice sounds cool. Uh, maybe some people think he's kind of forced, but I think it's cool.
0: I don't know. He kind of, like, I don't know. I've always been fascinated with, like, Japanese, like, just Asian culture. I don't think he's Japanese or anything, but just, like, a, his accent. but just that culture kind of mm. comes through into the way that he performs the character. Mm. Almost like, kind of like a samurai style. And especially because you got like the hat, which it just, just kind of gives you like this whole feel. And I find it really cool. I think that's one of the reasons why I like this character a lot.
1: Yeah. Like, and he, I'd
0: be more interested to see like, whole we'll whole show on this guy just hunting.
1: Yeah. He talks in a whisper. And I don't know what they do with the audio, but sometimes they like add some bass to his voice and stuff too. mm mm-hmm. They just added, they just added a bunch of cool cool stuff to his character that it's like kind of intriguing. Yeah,
0: I hope he doesn't die this season. Check it, check it. He's in Rebels.
1: He's oh, five. that's right. He's in Rebels. He's in Rebels. Yeah, he's still why I want to say for six, seven more years. Uh, is the uh, is the other female Inquisitor in Rebels the alien? No.
0: Mm-mm. Okay,
1: so so what I would like to see is once. Um, Obi-Wan finally finds his strength again and um, you know, his his lightsaber combat. I want to see mm-hmm. him kill Reva and the... Uh, I want to see him kill two Inquisitors, so I guess it'd have to be Reva and the other female because the the other ones survive. But mm-hmm. I, want to see, I want to see him take down some Inquisitors.
2: That'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. Before the Vader fight, the rematch. I'm hoping there's a rematch. True, sure.
0: Oh, I want to jump back on Freck real quick, just because I remembered one thing that they
1: said while well, they're there. Yeah. Like when yeah. they met in the Jedi.
0: I loved how concerned he was. He's like, "There's a Jedi here. I hope we're not in danger." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's so funny, dude. How they brain they brainwash all the civilians.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: really funny. He turns
0: out against me. You've like, done that yourself. Yeah. The Jedi. I mean, it kind of makes sense because, like, it fits with that line, like. Because you jump into Clone Wars and Ahsoka comes across those two sisters that are kind of living by themselves and and whatever I forget the mm. name. They make an appearance in Bad Batch, but they're talking about how they don't like the Jedi. They're like, yeah, like there's this whole chasing that happened. The Jedi came in, caused all this damage, and did nothing to console us or anything. Yeah, and so. I think when the Empire rose, the Empire really played on like, "Oh, look at all this destruction that the the Jedi have brought in this Republic." Yeah. And so now we're going to come in. We're going to fix everything. And so the, I'm I'm sure they really played a lot of anti-Jedi and a lot of anti-Republic, just based off of the Clone Wars alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you and just add on top of it that Palpatine. Convince everybody that the Jedi caused the scarring on his face.
0: Oh yeah, true. I mean, technically, but
1: yeah, I mean, really, it was himself. But
0: yeah, but they don't
1: know that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool how uh, I, I do like some of the world building that they're doing in the show.
0: I do, too. I also like what they're doing with the stormtroopers. Like, they they frack as they're leaving.
1: Mm.
2: To yeah. me,
0: it humanizes them a little bit more.
2: Yeah. Yeah, true.
0: And so it's not like they're just normal soldiers and enlisted. Like, mm-hmm. they're still people. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I liked about it. But another thing that I found very odd and funny with these stormtroopers was they're like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, it's a long story. It's a long drive. And then yeah. two minutes later, they get off.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I oh didn't God. realize that the first time I saw it either, but the second time I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: And then, again, I like what they do with Leia and Kenobi. Like, when he calls her Leia, mm. and they question him about it, he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, that was her mother's name. And he goes on that whole thing of, like, he's just reminiscing, and he's, like, staring at her like he does here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Alright, so, yeah, I really liked how Kenobi was talking about Leia.
0: It's like, oh, whenever he looks at her, he sees, his, sees her mom. Mm,
2: and then yeah.
0: Leia picks up on it. She's like, he's not just telling the story. He's actually being truthful. He's like, he does know my mom. And he's looking at me, and it's like, okay, he is reminded.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool stuff. I like it. I dig it.
0: Yeah, and then she's like, oh, are you my dad? I uh, wish I could say it was, but no.
1: Yeah. Oh and then Kenobi mentions he had a brother too, which is kinda interesting. Yeah,
0: I was gonna mention that. That's very intriguing. Like he has very very
2: minimal uh, memories. And so I'm wondering if we're gonna get any more on that or if
0: it's I kinda <clears throat> hope they don't. I, I really hope that they're not just gonna like just introduce something and then explore a whole new uh, I, Kenobi's looking for his brother now in season
1: two. I was just gonna say that I think that works perfectly as just, uh, you know, just, just a little. Story. Yeah, just a little backstory. We don't need to explore his brother or anything like that. But I agree. Yeah,
0: it's just like just some normal Jeshma.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure a lot of Jedi. I mean, probably all, like 90 percent of Jedi that got taken from their homes probably had siblings. So, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we even uh. see it in a. The Clone Wars with the episode with the what is it? Cad Bane goes to that Rodian's house with the <clears throat> the the child and he kidnaps the kid yeah. from the family.
3: Yeah.
0: And so it's probably just something similar to that, except yeah, the Jedi are posing as good guys when they go yeah. and kidnap your kid.
1: Yeah, I don't need anything about Obi. Um, you know, another Obi Wan. I mean, Obi Wan's brother. You know, we're I'm okay mm-hmm. on that. But um. Yeah, dude. We're inching closer to the to the reveal. Should we start talking about that?
0: Yeah, because they get to that little outpost and Kenobi's a killer with a, a blaster.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he is, dude. He's, got, he's still got the force in him, you know. He could still do a little, do a number on some stormtroopers.
0: I mean he was shooting better than he did in
1: uh episode two. Yeah, dude, yeah, what the hell? Episode two, he was all over the place.
0: But I mean a lot of these shots were Close ranged, whereas the other ones were cross distance with just a pistol. So it was more a little bit more realistic with the, the accuracy.
1: You, you know what he could have done when, when they were when when they were about to bring the 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 drone up, or the probe, yeah. the probe. Initiate protocol twenty three. Yeah, you know what they could have done. Obi-Wan could have said, "We're not the Jedi. I'm not the Jedi you're looking for. Let me move along."
0: But again, like, at this point, he's still disconnected from the Force. Yeah. That. I think he's still trying to be, like, a low-profile. Like, he yeah. could have
1: easily pulled out his lightsaber, too, but he didn't. He's trying to... Also, who knows if he has that kind of influence on minds right now. He's pretty weak. Yeah, so. he could barely take control of his own mind. Yeah, no, true. Because they had that uh, little uh,
0: hallucination of Anakin off in the distance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's legit, like, PTSD. Mm-hmm. I
0: thought that was actually super cool.
1: Yeah, it was, man. I, I hope we see more of, of Anakin. But if that's the only thing, man, I really hope we see more. Mm-hmm. Me too. Dude, but, um,
0: that Stormtrooper got cut, cut in half.
1: I, that's what I was just going to say, dude. In the fight, I mean, the one thing, this show is really going far in violence. It's really taken it a lot further than, than I would have I thought. Um, th- this is probably the most violent Star Wars has been since Revenge of the Sith. I think so too yeah i mean we'll get into the vader stuff later but that that store just gets cut straight in half man that was cool mm-hmm.
0: and can we get saved by an unlikely friend mm-hmm. what do you think of that uh what do you think of tarla she shows up imperial troopers and they come in and she just uh, kills them what was your first like
1: thought once once again i think it's really good world building because you have people who they're working in the empire I mean, it's not like she 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 she's not a rebel spy. She was actually working in the Empire, as and, an imperial officer. Yeah, as an officer, and she she thought, you know, all along she was doing good, but then she kind of realizes, holy shit, we're probably the bad guys. And so then mm-hmm. she she uh, she turns on her own men. I mean, she starts helping the the rebels. So I think it's really good, really good writing, actually.
0: Yeah, because uh, Leia even mentioned when they get back to like the little highlights. Leia mentioned
2: something. She's like, uh it's worth it as long, because I know I'm helping people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And did you think Vader was going to show up this quick? I, I did not. I, I'll i be honest, once I got towards the end of this episode, I was kind of thinking, um, yeah, it is going a little slow. But um, the fact that we get Vader for the whole final act of this episode, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, honestly,
0: because... Like, they're just chilling there they're like okay all right the pilot's gonna be here let's just hang out for a little bit and then the inquisitor just show up mm-hmm. and they all stand to the side stand at attention and uh, as soon as they did that i'm like vader's
1: here yes and it's very similar to not very similar but it's a little similar to to vader's entrance in rogue one we start with shadow mm-hmm. in rogue one you see the shadow looming over director krennic and in this one and Start with a shadow, and a new hope.
0: No, 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 not, not a shadow, but like his entrance to like all like everybody stands of at attention before he walks in.
1: Yeah, 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 true, true. And he's just kind of like he's a looming figure over everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I kind of I, I do I did like the slow pace of the reveal. You know, you start with the breathing, you get the shadow, then you start with the cape, go to the boots, and then finally work your way up to Vader. Um, I liked it. I, I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, and, dude, like, I'm just going through, like, he is super brutal. Mm-hmm.
0: Just snaps a yeah. kid's neck, just starts dragging people out of their homes.
1: Yeah. And he's yeah, just sitting there, just like, oh, I can't go out, I can't go out. Once again, violent. Like, I really never thought we'd see this in a, D- in a Disney show. I mean, he snapped a kid's neck, probably a teenager, but he snapped yeah. his neck. And then he chokes out the dad, and then he goes into another house, starts dragging some woman, just dragging her on the, the street. Floor. Yeah, finally. I think she dies. I think he actually killed her. And, uh, yeah, dude, he's just so violent. And then we'll get to the fire scene later, but, I mean, I was really surprised with how far they went in a few places. Yeah, I know. And so Kenobi just gets
0: out, and he's like, oh, all right, uh, let's go this way.
1: Yeah, he's trying to lure him away. Get the attention
0: off the civilians a little bit, but thinking he can escape. And again, Mm -hmm. Vader just shows up in that little mining facility, like, like, he's already
2: there. Like, you just know, he's mean?
0: walking down and Vader's already ahead of him in his path.
1: Oh. oh, uh, Okay. But, I mean, that's all right. I mean, I think that happens in Empire Strikes Back, too, I believe. Or maybe Return of the Jedi. Where sometimes Vader just pops out. He suppresses his breathing. He's good at hiding himself. I don't know.
0: hmm I think you're thinking of Empire Strikes Back with him and Luke, at yeah, Bespin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. Um, can I, Can I just say something real quick? About be- before we, we get into the rest of the fight, yeah. About the show, so this is you know I see a lot of people. Some people have a lot of problems with the show. Actually, I think the writing is good so far. I think the acting is good, but um, I do think it's not cinematic. I don't think it's is uh, cinematic enough. And um, careful, Disney might delete that, okay. <laughs> dude. It's just it's not. It doesn't have a movie quality. I went back, and I wanted to see if my theory was right. And Mandalorian just looks like a movie. Maybe not quite as good as a movie, but it has a movie feel to it where mm-hmm. the movie feels like a, it really feels like a TV show. And I went back. I, I watched episode five of season two. It's the one where it's literally just a side mission. They go and um, uh, it's hard to explain this one. It's where Baby Yoda eats the macaroons. He's in the little plate. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the And then they go and they they, uh, they kill some just some sword troopers. But the CGI is so good. And I don't know if they're using a different camera. honestly i think they're using a different camera because something about mandalorian looks like more like a movie um i wanted to say i saw an interview with uh john Carlo esposito and and john favreau esposito plays moff gideon obviously in the mandalorian Mm -hmm. and um favreau said to john carlo he said before he signed up for the show he said we're writing this—the uh, main villain for the first ever live-action Star Wars TV show—and we're writing this character for you. We're, we're writing the character with you in mind. And John Carlo—he mm-hmm. was all excited. He was like, "Well, son, son. first of all, he loves playing villains. He's really good at playing villains, and he loves Star Wars, so he was really excited." But then John Favreau says, "But here's the catch: um, 95% of the budget is going on screen, and so he's so basically he's saying you're not going to get paid a lot for this." <laughs> but yeah. And I think they had to do that because, you know, to make Star Wars look legit in TV format.
0: And, uh, man, Jim Carlos like, I, I saw him live at Celebration. And every time <coughs> he was just out on stage or just anything, he was just, like, really funny, very into the role. And mm-hmm. so it's really cool that he was – because it kind of reminds me of Liam Neeson. Like, Liam Neeson was willing to take a pick just so he can do Qui-Gon like Mm. they really like the roles they play and especially with uh hannah christensen i was watching one of the interviews that he had and someone's like yo in all of star wars what other character would you want to play
2: yeah but he was
0: basically like honestly i'm just happy with the character i thought he's pretty awesome yeah (laughs) i know well he's got the main character man i mean true yeah i mean it is darth vader anakin but still it's just really cool that these actors are like really getting into, into the roles. Like most of these actors are huge Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like honestly, like if I already J- Jimmy, Jimmy Spitz the same way. Like that, I'd be like, How are you doing?" If you pay me, that's cool. But I'm just happy to be in the universe, you know. And I feel a lot of the actors are the same way.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Spitz is the same way, dude. Whenever they want him back for for uh, Bail Organa, he's down.
0: Oh man, I loved him as a character.
1: Yeah, uh, Jimmy Smith is a great actor. Um, I, I just want to say, but I, I think that's I, because the budget—I think is twenty million an episode for Kenobi—and and I'm just trying to get down to why the Mandalorian looks better. And I think it's because you got superstars on the show, like mega superstars like Ewan McGregor, and you know then a-listers like Jimmy Smiths, James Earl Jones. Um, and I think a lot—I think the budget, a lot of it's going towards the actor's salaries. I really think it is because it's just blatantly obvious that the CGI and and this it just doesn't look as cinematic as as Mandalorian. I don't know that's how I feel. I don't know. Honestly, yeah, I don't know if other people have that feeling, but that's just that's just the one thing that's really bugging me.
0: I'll see if I can find – I'll do some research on that. I'll see what I can find. Uh, I'll I'll talk to a few people that are working on it or know people that are working on it and see yeah. if they can shed any information on that.
1: That'd be awesome. I'm really curious to see if there's a difference in cameras, if the, if, you know, if the budget's, you know, not as big. Yeah, I'd be really curious because to me it's, it seems obvious. But you know, besides that, besides, um, you know, the cinematic stuff, I, I think the writing is actually pretty good so far. I like it.
0: Honestly, like, it's really weird because I'll talk to like other accounts and stuff like that. And ever since the Last Jedi, it's very hard to impress a lot of people, even with Mandalorian and all that. And I've been hearing a lot of negative stuff on Kenobi so far, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Like I have my hangups, like like yeah. I'll jump into any any movie in the in the fandom and I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll criticize it. Yeah. But the one thing that it really has to the one thing that I really look at to really judge it is like. Despite all my hangups. Did I enjoy watching it? Yeah. Cause like I, I can easily set myself apart and just like go, okay, there's all these flaws. All right, let me sit down and let's see if it draws me in. Let me see if it'll, 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 uh, what's called entertain me. Yeah, yeah. Did I have fun watching it? And pretty much all everything. is like really fun to watch, especially Kenobi. Like he. Cinematography like yeah, it really bugged me, but the dialogue and the acting really pulls me in. It's like, okay, I can I can yeah. I can forgive them for this and this is really cool.
1: I think we're I think we agree on that, honestly. And um uh, oh man, I had something to add to that. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I think I think Book of Boba Fett coming out before this put fans in a really like nitpicky mood because there was a lot mm-hmm. to nitpick there was a lot to nitpick about Boba Fett, there really was. And oh, yeah. I think I think we both agree that this—it's not the masterpiece that we were hoping for. We've gone through some of the flaws. Like Mandalorian's a masterpiece, but yeah. it's but it's still really really good. Like I'm I'm having a lot of fun watching it, and I think they're they're doing a, a really good job. Just not a masterpiece, but it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty dang good.
2: Even like, you know the cinematography, like we were discussing it earlier
0: uh, when we were texting, it, like. I talked about like, that whole fire scene. Like I thought Vader looked a little off.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't you...
0: think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure why, but I mean, it's still a really cool scene. Yeah. I just like him just coming up. It's like, okay, can cool be, all right, you burned me, you put me in the suit. Now I'm going to do the exact same th- thing to you. So I just love Is, how. Isn't that good he writing, uses dude? Lightsaber to 2, ignite it. I'm sorry, say again?
1: I was, I was just saying, isn't that good writing? Do
0: you think? I think so, too. Yeah. At first, like, the first the first watcher that I did, like, this whole thing, I was like, ah, I don't like that Vader just sat there and burns Kenobi. Hmm. But then upon watching it again, I was like, you know what, that's actually really cool. Like, Vader's pissed off right now. He's, mm-hmm. like, that anger that you're talking about, that he that he should have after their battle in what do we call it? Their battle at Mustafar. So like, he's calm and collected, but he's also really pissed. He's like, all right, here's some fire. Kenobi, I'm picking you up. All right, you're, you're going to sit here and burn just the way you made me burn.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, Anakin, Vader, not only wants to, I mean, what would he want to do in this situation? He would want to repay what Kenobi did to him. So mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. And it was kind of cool, like you were saying. It's kind of cool how they did it. Vader forces—they—they they, they really show Vader's power in the Force in this episode, which is really cool too. He tears down yeah. that—what was it? What going you gonna say? No, 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 keep going. He tears down. I was just say he tears down that huge tank, and then he kind of bends down with a lightsaber, which—which which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, I don't think Vader looked off. I think Vader looked pretty pretty cool. It's also cool that we get Anakin's movements because Hayden's in the suit, so you, that's what true. Would, what would Anakin actually move like in the suit? So that's another plus that we get.
0: Very true. And I like the lightsaber combat. Like, I hope this really wasn't the rematch of the century they're talking about. Yeah.
1: There's no way but, it could be.
0: But he's playing like that whole cat mask thing. Like, I thought it was funny. Like, Vader's like, oh, you want to escape me, Kenobi? And Kenobi feels like he's there. So he turns on the, his blue lightsaber. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's my lightsaber. That's where I'm at. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then it turns it off. And then Vader just, you just see Vader just walking. see all the, the lights on his suit just moving around as he walks up. And then they get, like, this little yeah. duel. And mm-hmm. I love that Vader is just one-handing everything. Mm, you can see right. how much... Because Anakin uses a lot of two-hand stuff, but Vader's more of a one-hand fighter. And yeah. it's probably just because it suits the way that it is, allows him to do it. But you get to see he's just a lot more powerful at this point.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he even pushes Kenobi down on the floor and then with just one hand and his lightsaber and then you see his left hand come out and that force push just comes through. I was like, dang.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's kind
0: of, a, a kind of a little bit of a flashback to their battle on Mustafar. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when they're sitting there dueling and then both of them are about to force push each other at the same time. They're having that little force lock battle. Right. And then, yeah. they, for, then they push each other back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's like, now it's just all one side. It's like, Oh, I'm Vader. All right. Here's the force
1: push that I was trying to do back on Mustafar. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to touch on a couple things you said. First of all, well, first of all, I'll just go off this. Yeah, it's one-sided. It's really one-sided. And, and I think the strength of this fight relies, like you said, on a rematch later. Because um, this is not the rematch of the century. But if this was an appetizer just to show Vader's like, dominance and strength, then I, I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. It serves that purpose perfectly. Now, if this was supposed to be, you know, like the rematch of the century, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very disappointed. But as an appetizer, like a little, you know, first little fight, I think it's really, really good.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And
1: and also, I was just gonna say, you, you touched on uh, Kenobi bringing out his lightsaber. Um, that was the first time we see Kenobi ignite his saber in the show, and I think mm-hmm. it was actually it was actually done in a really cool way because. It's not dramatic or anything. He he, he whips it out because he's spooked. He's like, yeah. where the he-? He's like, where the hell's Vader? And so he's literally like using it as a flashlight. He's like, what the? Where's this guy at? So he's got um, this
0: guy in a black suit yeah. at the dead of night hunting him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: So
0: it's like I'm gonna need some
1: assistance to be able to find this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it was. The, I think they're really nailing. They've really hammered the point that Kenobi is, um, you know, he's Listen, a shell. I, I say he's? Just- just disconnected yeah disconnected and really just just a shell of himself like in all mentally and physically so um he's
0: looking at vader and he's like
1: what have you become Mm -hmm. i am what you made me i and did you like the delivery on that line i thought it was really good i liked it yeah Yeah, i thought i thought the i thought vader's dialogue was also really good i thought it was like Almost instant classics because we don't have a bunch of dialogue from Vader, and I think all no. them, every every single line was kind of an instant classic for me. I thought they were all pretty good.
2: I can
0: almost feel him crunching his teeth when he said, that "I am what you made me."
1: Yeah, like like he's angry. He's like, yeah. "You did this to me." And I love that he's angry, but again, like because he's had so much time to to um, reflect. Yeah, to you know reflect on himself that it's like composed anger. He's not. Mm-hmm. Quite like he was on Mustafar, he's a little more composed. Like it's not rage.
0: It's I, I like how you just use it. It's composed anger.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Like it's justified.
1: Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think like, the dialogue. Anything,
0: and even if you didn't destroy the entire Jedi Order, you wouldn't be in that suit. Just saying. Just well,
1: saying. Well, I mean that, that that's part of that's part of Vader being um on the dark side is because he's blaming everything on Kenobi. He's not mm-hmm. taking any responsibility for his own actions, and so that's that's part of what lends him to being on the dark side. But yeah, um, yeah, it's funny that he's 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 not he's not willing to take any responsibility for what made him Darth Vader. That's kind of funny.
0: But in the comics, I think he kind of does though. Like, really? yeah, because he does a lot of reflecting, especially like on the Battle of Mustafar and all that. Like, his loss of like. He's fueled by his anger because he lost everything, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of owning the role now. He's like, "Okay, Padma's gone, my kids are gone. I've basically destroyed every relationship that I had with, or killed everybody that I was connected to. And honestly, I'm alone and depressed, and I've got this wrinkly old uh, man that shoots lightning out of his fingers mm-hmm. as my, as my best friend. So, yeah. <coughs> so at this point, Vader's just kind of like or Anakin's was basically owning the role as Vader like he has nothing else and I found it really interesting because also in the comic once he finds out that Luke is his son after blowing up the Death Star
2: because
0: mm-hmm. he had both of and once he found out that's when things started to change for Vader
1: hmm.
2: yeah I think you're right
0: that's when he started to uh, start thinking like he, was, he started thinking It's like okay we'll rule the galaxy, and then Luke kind of changes his mind about it. He's like, no, 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 we can do other things. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that we get, like, this full-bred angry Vader here, not holding any punches. You just rule. And this is, like, kind of one of the Vaders I want to see. It's almost like that hallway scene again, that end of Rogue One.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I I think it, um, it's like, it seems like it's that same Vader, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, some uh, there's continuity here between this vader and and the rogue one vader you know just <laughs> a ruthless menace pretty much that's what he is and yeah um, um and very powerful so i think it's pretty cool oh
0: yeah very powerful and he lets kenobi escape because Kenobi is pretty beaten up at this point yeah it's very that- sad to see
1: yeah, this is. I mean, that's that's the big thing. Where even even if you liked the episode or you didn't like the episode, everybody is wondering what kind of happened there at the end. And, um, and he just let him go. I mean, wh- why why do you, why do you think he let him go, Mark? I want to hear your your theory.
0: I think kind of what I mentioned at the very beginning is that he knows Kullaby's not going to get far. He's injured. He's basically a control of the planet. So, hmm. andy has got three of his inquisitors with him. Where's, where's Kenobi gonna go, and how fast?
1: Probably yeah. not very fast. So, w- what do you think about the idea? And I, I'm still, you know, kind of figuring out what I think it is, because there's a lot of different ways you could interpret it. But mm-hmm. the the idea that um, he he was just kind of he was toying with Kenobi, and he was kind of let down. He's like, this does nothing for me. He's so he's not even a Jedi. He's like, he's a rat to me. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna meet again, and then I'll I'll actually beat him when because when when Kenobi beat Anakin, Anakin was at his most powerful, he was an absolute right. monster, and so maybe Vader's kind of thinking the same thing. I want to beat this guy when he's back in his prime because this is the guy that beat me. Yeah, this is the, uh, this means nothing. This guy's just an old man, you know. So you know, that might be it too. The years have made you weak. Yeah, dude, I I, I like those lines, man. I really like the dialogue.
0: James Earl Jones is just
1: a beast. Yeah, His voice is just phenomenal. And I think when he was cast as Vader, all the way back, I think he was pretty much a no-name back in the 70s. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. That... A lot of the Star Wars actors are a lot of no-names when they come into these. Yeah, so how perfect is it? They chose literally the most menacing voice in the history of film mm-hmm. uh, to be Darth Vader. So they did a pretty good job there.
0: Very, very true. James Earl Jones is very iconic and... I'm not sure Vader would be as menacing as <clears throat> he is without James Earl Jones. I don't know. Imagine if they use like, the original voice actor, the, the original actor that just...
1: Oh, yeah. Suit. Yeah, I, I've like, seen
2: the behind-the-scenes. The
1: a British scenes. guy. David Prouse. David Prowse. If Prowse is just doing the... He just sounds like a British guy, yeah. That'd be funny. You've seen those behind-the-scenes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hundred two thousand. <coughs> yeah. But um yeah, dude, I I really do like this show. I, I think it's a good show. Um, again, the the real problem for me is like cinematography and the cinematic quality because it, it's a bummer that we don't get the quality of the Mandalorian on this because we're dealing with Vader and Kenobi. That's the thing that really like kind of upsets me. Like,
0: I think it's like one of those things like you can tell that they're focusing more on Kenobi and Vader because mm-hmm. like, like you mentioned like the last scene being chased, like that seemed kinda overlooked, but it seemed like they're like, okay, yeah, we'll just put the scene in. All right, let's get to this part. Mm. And oh yeah, yeah, let's make sure that this is epic. Make sure this is epic. And so you're gonna get smaller smaller scenes that are it's like, really, why did they do that? And then it's like, oh they probably were really were just like, oh let's just hurry up right this part so we can get to this part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's kinda how I see it. I I I still feel though, even the even the fight between them, I still don't think it really had the cinematic quality that you know some of those really big fight scenes of mandalorian have but i don't know I, i'll be curious if other people have that kind of feeling too but that that's the i really wanted this one to feel like a movie what? because it, it's vader and obi-wan Kenobi. you know so i don't know maybe they're saving a lot of the budget
0: and stuff maybe they're just that's to what different, i different they're, the they're saving saving money in style for
1: the final battle yeah that's what i was thinking maybe it's possible i mean okay so to that point, when I first saw this, I had a problem with location. Once again, I didn't like that they were just fighting on like a gravel field. But then you think about it, and you're like, where would where would Vader find Kenobi at this stage in his life? He would find him as a rat in a hovel, because Kenobi's living kind of a rat's life right now. So he wouldn't find him in, in some castle. He would find him, you know, in a backwater planet. So I, I kind of I like it now.
0: And I know when. That fight scene got the the behind-the-scenes on that. When that first got released,
1: I know Mm -hmm. a lot of
2: people were
1: thinking it was Tatooine. I thought it was Tatooine, yeah.
2: I'm glad that it wasn't, because I feel like Vader should not go to Tatooine at all.
3: Mm -hmm. I
0: feel like Kenobi's just hiding there, and it's a good hiding spot.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. That'd be stupid if Vader knew that. Kenobi was on Tatooine.
0: Yeah, especially because the Inquisitors showed up, and they obviously found the one Jedi. Okay, what's the likelihood that Kenobi's going to be here too?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, interesting stuff.
0: The next episode is going to be intriguing. Curious what they're going to do with it. Yeah, I'm, that's got the thing. we three episodes
1: left. After every episode of this show, I'm like, I'm just on the edge of my seat. What's going to happen next? I, I have no idea really what's going to happen, so I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow, tomorrow night.
0: Tomorrow night. But uh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to watch it tomorrow night. We'll see. Dang man. I'll have to probably wait till Wednesday morning. But all right, so you've had a little bit of time to think. So what's your rating for this episode? <laughs>
1: I I feel like this show hits a it like hits an eight out of ten pretty much throughout. But for this episode in particular, um I'd give it, like, an
2: 8.5. Okay. I'd,
0: me, personally, I'd give it a solid 7.
1: Solid 7? Oh. Ooh, so you hated it. You absolutely despised this episode.
0: No, no, no. It's entertaining. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just, just not where it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, No, I'm kind of thinking about my... No, I, I like it, but... Because I think the finale, the finale has got to be, like, a 9 nine or ten, just of a
0: ten um canceling disney plus
1: <laughs> yeah but um just kidding I, I just the fact it was just vader bro the fact that we, we saw vader suit up for the first time we literally saw his legs and arms get put on for the first time and then you see him in his castle and his vader back in action i don't know it was so cool
0: that's why you gave him a seven
1: <laughs> it
0: probably, probably been lower like 6.5 or something you no, know, no, I'll I'll jump it up to seven point
1: five. You know, I would put the first episode at like almost near nine. I thought it was everything I expected the show to be. It was like mm-hmm. the greatest greatest hits of everything. Like I wanted to see a nightmare sequence, and bam, check that off because everyone had the nightmare. So it's really cool how they do the flashbacks to the prequels. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, th- th- this whole show for me is hitting about an eight out of ten because both of it was like a seven out of ten. So. Hmm. What would you give the show so far as a whole out of 10? Uh, so far, I'd say 8. Yeah, I think that's a fair. I think it's pretty fair so far.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, that's a fair assessment for it so far.
1: And and it's it's a bummer because we, we expected it. I think We hoped and we also expected it to be a 9 or 10, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just not quite there. It's not there yet. We we'll have see. two more episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, I I have high hopes. I have high hopes.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Yeah, that's a tackle well, clones. It is. All right, guys. So be sure and like and comment. It really helps it, uh people find us better. So when there's more activity, it hits the home page, it's a lot of a lot of other people a lot quicker. So it'd be able to help get us out there more. So we really appreciate your support. Um also be sure to check out the links in the description. Uh we have our Discord where you can chat with other friends. We get a lot more activity there, so which is great. So Join our Discord, join in, we'd love to talk with you, and we'd love to have you part of our community. It's a really friendly place there. Um, also, follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, we'll continue to post updates and news there. You'll also be able to see a lot of our
2: cool adventures that we're going to be doing this coming year. Um, and also, if you're looking for some new shirts, click our Teespring
0: link. Uh, there's some shirts that I've designed that I think you guys will really like. So share with your friends, buy some and enjoy. So thanks for watching guys, or well, not really watching it, but thanks for listening guys. And we'll catch you next time.
2: Echo two out. Echo three out. May the force be with you. Always.